This is Colin from Can I Justify? You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Twin. It is Monday night. It is Attitude Era Live time, and you're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, and we are live here every Monday night. And, of course, tonight is Monday night, so guess what that means? We must be here live. We have a big show tonight, as always. Uh, we're going to have three guests with us tonight. We're going to have Alana Dar- uh, Drove. Uh, we're going to have uh, Hillary Tory, and we're also going to have Robert Amico. And we'll talk to them in a little bit. I do believe Granny is waiting in the wings. How are you, Granny? I'm okay. Ready for another awesome show on 89.1 Ken's FM tonight. And I am as well. And we're waiting for the arrival of the modern nightmare, Matthias. But before we start the show here, I just want to let everybody know that's listening here in Fargo on 89.1 Ken's FM on Friday and Saturday here at 89.1 Kids FM from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. For a $5 donation, you can get yourself a brat, a soda, and there are going to be live entertainment throughout the, how do you want to say, the, uh, it, it's basically a gathering for our fans here on 89.1 Ken's FM. So come on out, five bucks. You, you can't beat a deal like that on the weekend. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. right here. Uh, come on down to 2106 Broadway North, Fargo, North Dakota, and get yourself a pop, a brat, five dollars. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Come for a half hour. Come for the day. Come for both days. Come check us out, and the icon will be making an appearance. And if you, uh, and I might even sign a few autographs if you ask, free of charge, of course. But all you got to do is buy yourself a pop and a broad first. And we're supporting 89.1 Ken's FM, and there'll be live entertainment throughout the weekend and throughout Friday and Saturday. So come check us out. 11 a.m., 7 p.m., 2106 Broadway North, Fargo, North Dakota, 58103. Five dollars get you brought a pop and live entertainment, and you get to mingle with all the listeners here on eighty nine point one Ken's FM, and I'll be making more announcements on that gathering throughout the show. So don't miss it. Come on out this week. Going to be a fun time Friday and Saturday. Come check us out. Granny, what's new with you? What's uh, what you been up to? Well, we were supposed to have a two day event for the Ryder Cup. Memorial show, which we had Saturday night, and then Freedom Rings Rumble was supposed to have been Sunday night. However, Saturday night, uh, the surrounding area of Tulsa and other small places around the Tulsa area got hit with a very destructive storm. David and I had spent the night, we were in a motel room, and the tornado sirens started going off. I don't think that they actually confirmed it was tornadoes, but it was 100-mile-an-hour-plus winds. And as of 9.30 this morning, 166,000 people were still without power around in the surrounding Tulsa area. And so needless to say, because the venue did not have electricity, they have to postpone that show 
So we didn't get blown away, thank goodness. But, you know, it was uh, pretty scary. I mean, you know, I uh, peeked out the door when I heard the sirens go off, and the wind was pretty still, and it was just kind of lightning, but there wasn't a lot of wind at that moment. So I think the winds hit about midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, so, um, you know, we survived the storm. So uh, I know a lot of people uh, had some damages. A lot of trees were down. Uh, traffic lights weren't working. We actually had to go find a gas station so I could get gas for my car. And that was the only gas station in the area part of Tulsa that we were in within a 10-mile radius that actually had power and was able to sell gasoline and sell merchandise in their convenience store. Wow. It sounds like you had a pretty impactful weekend with what was going on there. Oh, yeah, very much so. But you're all safe, right? Everybody was uh, safe and injured? I mean, you know, nobody, you know, I mean, just like I said, a lot of people still without power. Hopefully they'll be uh, getting their power back on in the next, you know, few days or so. But it was pretty pretty, pretty bad. Well, you know, from what I know about Tulsa, because I'm a sports guy, that's where Oral Roberts is. And I'm very familiar with Tulsa, Oklahoma. Because, like I said, that's where Oral Roberts is. NDSU is one of NDSU's big rivalries in the Summit League. That's basically really all I know about Tulsa. Well, our our hotel, we had power, but no Internet at the hotel. The hotel right across the street did not have power. So when we went to the Quick Trip store, we actually was able to buy a few breakfast items and went back to our room and had breakfast. And we kind of hung around for a little bit until checkout time, and then we drove down to the Hard Rock Casino and hung around out there for a little bit till we found out that they weren't going to have the show, and then we came back home Sunday afternoon. So, Well, as you know, tonight's show is sponsored by 89.1 Ken's FM fundraising event, live entertainment, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a, or Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., 2106 Broadway North, Fargo, North Dakota. It's one of our sponsors here on 89.1 Ken's FM, Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday. We're going to take a quick little commercial break, and then we'll go to our, go to our first guest, so stick with us. We'll be right back after these messages, though, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. The new Wood Spring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange is an extended stay, pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Woodspring Streets of Fargo, rated 4.2 by TrustScore. And, yes, if you do want a hotel with a hometown feel, Woodspring Streets of Fargo is the place to stay here in Fargo. So it looks like our first guest is waiting and ready to go. So without further ado, stepping out of the green room, walking down the aisle. She is our first guest of the night. She is wonderful. She is beautiful. And she is very talented. And she's going to tell us about a lot of the stuff that she's been doing. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only. She is Hillary Torrey. 
Uh, thank you, Icon. Thank you for having me on. Hey, Granny, how are you? I'm good. Hey, thank you. Oh, uh, uh, great. Great to be here. Hey, it's Hillary Tory, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Live on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hulkster, and modern nightmare, Matthias. So how are you all, right. all doing? Well, I'll tell you what, right. we're doing pretty good here. Uh, it's good to have you here. Uh, so here's how we're going to do this, Hillary. I'm going to have you give us a little background about yourself. I'm going to ask you a few questions, then we'll have Granny ask, then a, the Modern Nightmare ask a few, and then we'll come back to me and I'll ask you the tougher questions. So go ahead, give us a little background about yourself. Okay, I'm, uh, well, I'm from Louisiana, and um I started, I'll just give you a little background. I got into the industry um, at 17. I went to the Art Institute of Houston, enrolled in music, um, business, and film, and audio. That film back then was, you know, beta, VHS, and so everything's changed so much. Um, and I, I really made some great connections there, some lifelong friends. And that was in Houston, Texas. And there was a huge underground punk rock music scene going on there and here in Austin. And, um, you know, I'm in the live music capital of the world. Things have changed. Music's changed. Uh, I think this happened everywhere. It's very gentrified here now. So anyway... So I'd go back from Houston to Austin. I couldn't decide which which scene I wanted to be in, but we all were doing projects. I worked for Rock the Vote. Um, I tried some entertainment law with one of my professors. Um, I was into that for a while. I played drums for a band called Penis when I was in college, and I was the only girl in the band. So that was a little that was fun. Um, I don't know how talented I was, but it was fun. You know, there was, it was like no fear, right? So um, it was just a great underground scene. Um, there's a documentary about it, When We Ruled H-Town. Um, a lot of talent out of there and Austin. Um, so when I moved to Austin, there was a lot going on here. Um, the butthole surfers were here. Um Gosh, who wasn't here? Johnny Depp, Kate Moss, uh, Matthew McConaughey had made his ways. Of course, Skate Nick's ministry from Chicago had even moved here, um, the industrial scene. So um, so then, um, you know, I kind of started getting into modeling, and modeling turned into some extra parts stand-ins in film, since films they were shooting in Austin, The Underneath, that was an older film um, that I did some stand-in work, and so it kind of all just um, integrated in together, uh, then I, um, I kind of grew up a little bit, and I got into the corporate world, and was a stockbroker here in Austin for a little while. And uh, it was all right. And then the market crashed. I was networking. I was really good at networking. That's where my passion is. I like collaboration, you know. And 
and, and bringing people together. So, uh, so, so I was, I had friends in LA, my boyfriend was in LA and, um, they offered a, the market crash. They offered a great severance package and I was ready to leave Texas. And so I headed to the West coast and, and, uh, that's where I needed some medical insurance, and um, so I I ac- actually I auditioned for an agent who came in from Hollywood in Austin. I was getting a tattoo; it was my second tattoo, and I saw the audition line across the street, and I'm like, "Oh well, should I do it?" You know, and I was like, "Oh well, no one will know I was alone," so I just snuck over there and I auditioned. And uh, he picked me up, and I got a call back. So I had all that going on at the same time, and I felt the West Coast calling me. Yes, I That's went out awesome. there. Yeah, thanks. It was, yeah, it was a good time. And um, I had a really – Hollywood was really good to me. I have to say that. I mean, uh, I had a good time out there, and professionally it was very good to me. Um, well, we're definitely, uh, yeah. we're definitely going to talk to you, uh, ask you a lot about uh, some of the movies that you've been in. we got Hillary Torres, our guest here. we got uh, 27 minutes here with Hillary, and we're going to have a little fun here. Uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, ask you a couple questions, and then uh, we'll do the roundtable, okay. like I said, then we'll come back to me. Now, of course, IMDB is where we get uh, most of our information from, and our producer likes to uh, get information about our guests from there. So if any of this information is inaccurate, you'll have to fire uh, IMDb. But a couple of movies that uh, you've been featured in, uh, Swamp Woman, uh, Wapzilla, uh, Crave, Root of Evil. And this is one I'm really interested in. I know that uh, The Modern Nightmare will ask you about this one. But Friday the 13th, The Awakening, uh, which was interesting that to be part of that franchise, I would guess. I say say that again. I'm sorry, I got some static in the last the last part. The awakening. Well, no, that's just, well, no, that's just my voice. Uh, the Friday the Thirteenth, the awakening. Ah. Okay. I see. I got it. Yeah, IMDb is not um, updated. That is that's with October Lane, the director October Lane. Yes, um, we connected, and I kind of fell in love with his uh, his project and his vision. So I I sprinkled a little of myself, and he he opened the door uh, for me to make an appearance or be seen in the feature film. So I know it's in pre production right now. That's awesome, Hillary Torrey is uh, our guest here, and uh, we have. Uh, well, we got uh, we got a pretty good amount of time. We got about 25 minutes. But first off, we just want to remind everybody: come on down to 2106 Broadway North, Fargo, North Dakota, Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Five dollars to get you a bot, a pop, and you can stick around, listen to the music. And hey, as a matter of fact, you can, if you want, you can have for 10 bucks, you can get two brats, two pops, uh, 15 bucks, three brats, three pops, so on and so forth. So uh, come on down. We'll have some fun here. Now, Hillary, before we uh, continue, and I ask you the uh, tougher questions here, I want to first introduce you to mm-hmm. Granny Hulkster. Uh, Granny, what do you have for our guest, Hillary Torrey? And we got uh, well, 25 minutes. Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on. It sounds like throughout your life you've had many interesting careers. Uh, yes. What 
would be your, if you had, like, a dream career that you could do or possibly do, what would you like to do and why? Uh, it would definitely, it's in between two, but I'm going to go for music, A&R rep, and I have a good ear for talent. I have a good eye for talent as well. Um, but it's Which is why you're on this show. Pre- ha! Thank you. Thank you. You're so good for me. And, then, and another, but ultimately, Granny, I, I danced um, when I was a little girl and modern dancing and and that was my way of expression and through, you know, spirituality. So, so for create, creativity-wise, I would definitely say choreographing. Going back onto, um, into a dance company and uh, doing choreographs, I, I really get visions of um, music videos as well as film um, but it's dancing. If it's me on the stage, it would be modern dance. And um, that's just, I think I uh, express my spirit through that version of myself. That would be That's awesome. awesome. Uh, Hillary Torres, our guest here on 89.110 ZFM, and we got uh, 22 minutes. Now I want to introduce you to, uh, now he's, our, he's not only our, is our resident wrestler, he's also a horror film movie fan. So I'm sure he's going to ask you a little about uh, Friday the 13th. So here's what we're going to do here. We're going to introduce him, and uh, we'll give him his special introduction, if I can find it. And then we'll have him uh, talk to you after we give him his special introduction. One second. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Well, yes, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, soon to be EWI epic and BZW world tag team champion, Matthias here. Welcome on to my part of the program. Yes, Icon has stated that um, I have been, I'm a big horror fanatic and stuff like that. As he mentioned, Friday the 13th, one of my favorite horror film franchises of all time. But my main question to you would be is every time somebody gets interviewed, whether they be an athlete, whether they be whoever they may be, athlete, author, model, director, whatever, uh, they get asked, um, who is one of your main inspirations? Or as per se, somebody would say, who is one of your heroes that led you down the path of the career choice that you made throughout your life? And you'll get a very uh, varied answers depending on who you ask. So, who would you say is one of your heroes and main influencers growing up that led you down the career path that you chose? Oh wow! So, if we're going, you know, everybody says I have so many, right? Um, but I would, you know, and I and she gets a lot of criticism. Angelina Jolie, um, I think she's an amazing actress. Uh, it it de- depends on the role. Um, and did you? This is not horror, but it is. Uh, she played Lisa in Girl Interrupted. I think that was one of my most, her most inspirational roles to my career. Have you caught that film, Girl Interrupted? Yeah, was, oh well. Okay. Sorry, we were having a little technical difficulty. I was having a little hard time hearing you. What did you say? 
I said, have you caught that film, um, Girl Interrupted? It's an older film with Winona Ryder and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I'm still having a little bit of a hard time hearing you. So Are you really? Ah, Here's my one. signal. Switch. Hold on a second. I'll switch headsets. Okay. All right, let's try that again. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, so it was Angelina Jolie's role in uh the girl in Girl Interrupted. Uh do you recall that film from back in the nineties? There's been do you recall it? Well, it's uh it was a particular role she played of Lisa and it was it's uh she really, really inspired me. Holly Berry as well. Um yeah, so I was more into drama and psychological thrillers, and and horror kept finding its way to me, like life full circle. So, um, so those are definitely my top two: is Halle Berry and Angelina Jolie, depending on the role for Angelina. Uh, they are definitely my inspiration in film. Okay, interesting. Uh, Hillary Torres, our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM, and uh, 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 Nightmare, does uh, that headset work now better for you? Well, it's it's weird because I put on each headset, and my mic is, like, super high, and so is yours, but when she tries to talk, I'm getting, like, really muffled, like her, like, phone is, like, all the way down on volume, but, like, I can hear us perfectly fine, but mm. Granny and her, I can't really hear all that much. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Okay, so Hillary Tori is uh, our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM. we got about 18 minutes here left with Hillary. Now, you, you, you're also doing a lot of, uh, you're doing some current stuff, too. What, what uh, project are you working on right now? Well, I've got, uh, I'm, excuse me, <clears throat> I'm juggling. Um, I've kind of got myself into a lot where I've got to keep up. I've got October Lanes, um, and this is uh, Matthias's favorite, right? October Lanes, Friday the 13th, The Awakening. And um, that that is starring Morgan Thompson. I've seen her a lot, and I am also in Wasilla uh, co-starring with Morgan. Um, so... Um, I'm working on that, The Awakening. I think that's going to be huge. Um, it's not co-starring, but she is the lead. Of course, I think you probably know that. Um, I know she's doing a lot of work. I see her. And um, let's see, what do we got? I've got so much going on that I, I got lost myself today, and I really had to make a list. Um, so... Of course, I work with Fear Flicks. My first film was uh, thecampushouse.com, and that was a slasher in Los Angeles that my agent got me. And I met Lee Turner. And, you know, during the pandemic, um, you know, um, I did some work out there. He was my first film, and then I went on to do Charmed, uh, stand-in extra work, and then from... Charmed, um, I was offered Austin Powers for stand-in extra work. Well, at that time, my boyfriend and I split, 
So I was either going to go back to Texas, um, but we had done a red carpet. Um, I had the opportunity. It was beautiful. Uh, Rockstar, remember that movie back in the 80s? So we did the rock. Uh, he was in the Black Crows, so we did the red carpet walk. But every every band from the 80s and 90s were on the right side, and Quentin Tarantino was in the seat in front of me. So I got to meet him, and um, we were supposed to connect, and he took interest in my look um, at the age of 28. And so um, I met Lee out there, and to connect the story during the pandemic, uh, during lockdown, you know, I hadn't spoke to Lee. Lee was the uh, main character in my first film, Campus House. He's also uh, assistant. I think he was producer, associate produced, producer, and he wrote, co-wrote it. So he can he contacts me, and he's he's got Fear Flix. You know, he's a uh, uh, CEO of Fear Flix with Hunter, and that and we're kind of resetting that and revamping. So I got into a little PR of horror, and horror fell in my lap. And then he does a show called After Hours Cinema on uh, live on YouTube channel on Saturday night, and um, and that just bring he plays a lot of vintage classic horror and goth, and um, so I, I got into it with him, and then he kind of he kind of uh, nudged me on to Brad Thomason of with Blunt, Blunt Force Entertainment to audition for Wasilla. So I read for Brad and I took a small role in that in in Wasilla and Wasilla, you know, we could we are turn I Phil is my partner. He is my fiance and he is from the Revolting Cox and Skatenigs industrial music crew. I don't know if you know, have ever heard of them. Um, yep. Back in the '90s, but he, we've got them doing the theme, so uh, for Wasilla. So um, we've got DJ Swamp on that theme from Beck. So a lot of collaborating going on with Brad and um, Baby in the Basket. I've got that going on in the UK, an appearance in that. Um, I've also today just got an offer. Also, I have an appearance in the remake of Scream Dream, and that's by Adam Freeman and Jessa Daisy, I believe, is she's the lead character. Um, and so I'm, I've got my hands in that, um, cameo in that. And then, so once I, I, I started with the Scream Dream, I'm like, certainly I must go to the original director, of the uh, film Scream Dream, so I reached out to Donald Farmer, and we connected, and so I'll be making an appearance in in um, in uh, Demon Queen two, and um, actually got an offer opportunity from him today to direct my own short horror sci-fi. And so that kind of offer, um, he's a well-known, uh, are you familiar with him, Matthias? Matthias. Did you hear the question? Your head Matthias, you there? Yeah, sorry. Like I said, I'm just having a little trouble. I'm trying to fix these, the audio issue. What was the question? 
Have you heard of Donald Farmer? She's wondering if you heard of Donald Donald Farmer. Uh, Yeah, the name sounds familiar. It's just, yeah, I guess I'm still trying to figure out this darn headset issue, so I probably won't be hearing anything for a minute here, so just give me a moment. All right, well, uh, just raise your hand when you're ready. Hey, uh, Hillary, one thing I do want to ask about, uh, uh, Wapzilla, we had one of your co-stars on our show a couple months ago, uh, um, Angel Bradford. Yes, yes, yes. And as a matter of fact, uh, I don't know if she had mentioned this or not, uh, if you you talked to her, but uh, when uh, we were talking about this particular film, when she was on, and I heard that you were going to be in the film, I asked if uh, if there was any way if she could uh, set it up to have you as a guest on our show, and that's how it all started. Really? Is that how it started? I've heard really, here's the truth of the matter. The pandemic, everything I filmed um, for my roles, I did remote. So I did my production. I did my lighting. I did my makeup. I did so because of the pandemic, my role was filmed remote in Texas. I know that Morgan and Angel flew recently um, to Virginia to film. Um, yeah, to, so they were on set. But so I've never really met Angel officially, but I know she looks like she's got re- really good energy and talented. And I know that I've heard some big things coming up for her. Um, well, you know, I got to ask so, you about yeah. that filming remotely. Did you like set up like a big green screen in your basement, and then uh, uh, you filmed the stuff, and then they put the scenes on later? How, how does that work? I'm kind of curious. Well, um, actually, those three scenes are outside scenes that Brad had written the script for. And um, I I flipped a little comedy into uh, my character. I fell in love with her, actually. She was a hoot. And so um, he allowed me this space to kind of change some things. Um, in in the scenes on location and I also have a production room you're right with a green screen and the lighting and tripod and I don't have a great you know I'm it's very indie but it was uh it's kind of you know what I put together and um a remote to film myself and I also had um Phil my fiance helping me with some of the outside scenes yeah so it was fun. Um, it was interesting, though, you know, and I don't know if that's when uh, remote filming came about was the pandemic. And I don't know how many others have participated in that opportunity, but it gives you a lot of space to to create um, another filmmaker's uh, you know, a uh, vision and script, and if the filmmaker allows you to, and Brad did that for me, so, so I kind of I gave her a story, the character he, uh, the the role he gave me, you know. Well, one more so. question I want to ask you about uh, Wapzilla. Uh, now, this is not one of those uh, one of those horror films that uh, you know that you used to see on like. Uh, Friday night or Saturday night, like with Elvira or anything like that, it's actually uh, it's it's actually a uh, not one of those C or D minus horror films. Actually, uh, well thought out, right? 
Yes, yes. And and I think it's grown um, as we've come along in production. Um, From what I can tell, more and more interest um, and more and more people collaborated from different parts of the industry. I think it's really going to be something. Um, I love when people collaborate. I think that's when true magic happens. Do you have a release date for that? Do I what? Do you, do you have a release date set for them? I, I know it's 2024. I, I don't think we have the exact. I think it's early 2024, but do not. That is not gospel. Um, it's early 2024. I know they just finished up with Morgan and Angel on, on set, and that, and so I'm sure he's in um, post production right now. And so, like, uh, we brought in Gatenig, and that is Phil's 30-year-old industrial band that he, he brought back about six or seven years ago. And so him and DJ Swamp collaborated with Chris Aarons, and um, they produced the theme, and Brad, you know, Brad was just, like, real open-minded. So the theme's so amazing, uh, I just, yeah, I I don't know that the whole project's going to be as big. It turns big, yeah. It's going to be my. You know, and what's interesting is uh, on IMDb, it's got you listed as uh, producing and writing and acting. Is yeah. there one that you prefer over the other? Uh, well, I like to I like to write and direct. And then I like to, of course, play the part that I wrote. Of course, like who doesn't? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do. I do prefer that. If I was to choose one out of the three, it's definitely writing and directing. Yeah, I love the camera, though. I won't lie. I will not lie about that. Well, we, but well, we get also know that the camera loves you as well. Ah, oh, so sweet, so sweet. I'm blushing. I'm uh, blushing. Uh, Hillary Torres, uh, our guest here. Uh, we got uh, we got about uh, five minutes here left with uh, Hillary. Okay. We might extend it just a little bit. So now you met, uh, you had mentioned a little bit ago that you were going to be doing your own short horror film. Uh, do you have uh, the idea set for it? Like a name, a, a character, when you want to start working on it? Do you need extras like me and Matthias to come out and work for you? Well, I, I, actually, this was kind of the surprise I, I was going to talk to you about tonight. And uh, that's why I mentioned it. It fell in my lap today, and I, the opportunity, and I was like, and you and I had spoke before um, about, uh, about another film that you may be in, right? So uh, you were the first exactly, to yep. come to mind. You were the right. first to come to mind, definitely. And if I could, I would love to bring uh, Matthias with me as well. That would be fabulous. And Granny, um, if she's into it. Well, I, I'll tell you what, we could bring Granny too. She could bake cookies for the crew. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Texas hey, Matthias, would you, uh, would you, pretty well. would you uh, be willing to spend... Uh, uh, some time on a set, uh, being a bodyguard for Hillary. 
Well, like I said, any opportunity comes, you got to seize it. So you might as well take it when you got it. You know, because you know, it's funny. Right, she mentioned that. Uh, she mentioned the project just fell on her lap. I like to fall on her lap too, but that's not ever going to happen. But close. <laughs> you are married, sir. Well, I, that's true. Yeah. I am. Did it? I I I watched your marriage and your wedding, and that was the that was just it was iconic, of course. And she's a very lucky woman, Scott. I forgot what is your wife's name? Bernadette. As a matter of fact, she is a very lucky woman. I tell her that. I I tell her that every day. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) You know, seriously, yeah. You know, I never did tell you about that, Hillary. Uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, and yes, uh, my wedding is available online, and also the proposal. One thing I never told you about that, uh, Hillary, when I asked Bernadette to marry me at that football game, uh, Matthias was there, right, Matthias? Yep, it was one of our home games. I was there. And uh, I figured my, my whole scheme there was I knew that she would not say no in front of 5,000 people. She could say no later, but I knew that she wouldn't say no in front of 5,000 people in the hometown crowd. Probably not. No, <laughs> no pressure. Did, no pressure on Bernadette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That was beautiful. We watched it, Phil and I did together. And the way I understand it, you're also a big fan of the show, too, aren't you? I am. I am. I tune in. I tune in. Huge fan. Even more so now. I will not miss a Monday. I'm just I'm just kind of curious. You got some you got some friends that have been on the show too, haven't you? I do. That's Mandy, Mandy, and I um uh, I go back and forth. I, I can't pronounce her last name. Katoni is it correct? And she I think is so. uh she, yeah she's doing blood loss. Um, our co-creator, yeah. So um she was on a few weeks ago, correct? Yep, she was, and uh, the Friday the 13th Blood Loss, that's a movie I'm going to be part of. Uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't know exactly what is going to happen to my character, but the way I understand it is my character will, will make a presence, will make their presence known in the film, which would be awesome. That's fantastic. I saw that uh, I think they got um, a cast member, and I don't know her name, or uh, from Terrifier 2. I've got, I, I want to mention a couple of more projects I'm in and that I've got going on. I'm getting feedback. Um, Is that so better? I don't want you. Yeah, that's better. Uh, not to be all over the place, but I don't want to miss anybody. Um, so on Swamp Woman, um, that is Sushi Yvette Holder uh, playing Swamp Woman, and I'm executive um, director. I mean, I'm sorry, and um, production as well. Um, Lee Turner and I brought back Mondo's Machine. We're revamping Fear Flicks. So it's under construction. So that'll be um, that'll be featured soon on Saturday night, and also streaming on demand Roku on Fearflix. Um, and then um, the Unseen by Star- Steve Merlow. He's Canadian, and um, he d- he's bringing in Felissa Rose from Terrifier Two for the for the lead. 
Um, so I will be involved in that. Um, you will see me in that. And, um, you know, he did the Sawyer Massacre. Um, have you all seen that, Matthias? Matthias. Uh, I, 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 uh, he, um, I don't know why he can't hear you. That doesn't, um, we might have Can to have our... Him? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, but what was the question? You'll have to relay it to me. It, okay, yeah, if, he, if he's seen the Sawyer Massacre by Steve, uh, filmmaker Steve Have, have you seen the Sawyer Massacre? Um, yes, once. Okay, yeah, so Steve's uh, working on a film, The Unseen, um, and that'll have Felissa, starring Felissa Rose from Terrifier, too oh, no as way. well, Yahweh, and you have. I I'm just such a fan of the Sawyer massacre. So we we connected, and so I'll definitely be um, seen in that and being a part of that as well as um, yeah. So he's got the unseen, and I think it's a cross between Black Christmas and J- and J uh, not Jason. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jason. Uh, so um, it's uh, it's supposed to be something. It's like a psychological thriller, the in the mind of a killer. So I'm expecting big things from that too as well. Yeah, like, uh, when you were talking, I kind of heard you mention Terror. Like I could hear it faintly, but I heard Terrifier too, and that piqued my interest because Terrifier too. I for some like it. It was a it was a decent horror film, and the way it got budgeted by fans and stuff like that, and it got produced by fans and stuff like that, that was insane. And for for the for the gore and stuff, like he went like compared to the original, everyone thought, oh, there's no way you can like make it sicker than that and stuff like that. But he went ah. all out, and of course there were the stories of the fans fainting in the movie theater and running outside to throw up because of how disgusting it was. And it wasn't even like to me like I, I'm used to that kind of stuff, but man, did he did he deliver with that film? And Felicia Rose can do a lot of good work. So yeah, yeah. that would be interesting. To yeah, hear you, you, you look that that should not disgust you because you've taken a flat back bump on a on thumbtacks and barbed wire and barbed and, wire. Yeah, so so I, I can't and, and Legos. I, I can't believe anything would. Uh, so hey, uh, Hillary, if you uh, on on your next film that uh, you've just uh, so that he and I can be in, uh, he can also do his own stunts, especially if you have to. Uh, he has to take a body slam on a pack of Legos. He can do that as well. Oh, oh yeah, it's going to be action packed for sure. So we'll definitely need that. I and um, I also excuse my. <clears throat> Excuse me, my allergies. We've got them down here in Austin, Dad. Uh, I did not want to miss out on. Sorry for the plug, but this there's this UK film, Baby in the Basket, uh, by filmmaker Nathan Shepka, and it's a UK film. And so I had to get my hands into that a little bit into production, and um, and just um, you know a little cameo or. You know, I I just believe in networking, and so here we are doing it. Also, Jay Horton, um, he's coming out with a new film, and um, that's horror. Jay Horton, producer, I mean, sorry, filmmaker. I mean, see how I am? I'm so discombobulated. All this is going on, and uh, so I've got to go to my ducks in a row. 
That's fine. Uh, Hillary Tory's our guest here. We got about a minute and a half here, so uh, so we can do this here, Hillary. If our fans can check you out and see, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got? Oh, I've got Linktree. I need to update it. I've got a I've got a new Facebook page that's under construction. Um, I've got Twitter. I've got IG. I just need to get I need to update all that because I've kind of been just networking and and work you know so I'm going to catch all that up soon. Well, I'll make a promise when we're on together. I'll help you update all that stuff. Oh, awesome! I need you. I need awesome. that help. Thanks, sweetie. Well, I tell you what, Hillary, you have been so awesome, and uh, we are definitely going to have you on again because uh, we definitely want you to talk about. Uh, uh, the film that uh, Matthias and I and uh, Granny will come down and make some uh, cookies for the okay. cast and crew. But we do love you, Hillary, so well, and uh, I love will be in too. contact with you. We love you. Take care. Okay, love you. Thank you for having me on. Bye-bye, y'all. All right. Thank you. Hillary Toria, ladies and gentlemen, that was awesome. Uh, and Matthias, hopefully we can get your headset working for the next guest here, but... Uh, our next guest is waiting in the wings. We need to take a quick a little time out, a commercial break. We will be back right after these messages, so stick around. So, if your spring and summer projects include some concrete work, Elevated Concrete can help. They can be reached at 701-866-9018 or at Elevated Concrete on Facebook. Their concrete work includes driveways, sidewalks, walkways, approaches, garage floors, patios, and shed pads. Plus, they offer decorative or stamped concrete as well. And all estimates are free. They are ready right now for any concrete project you have. That's Elevated Concrete at 701-866-9018. And Elevated Concrete is the place to get your summer concrete projects taken care of. They took care of the snow all winter long. Now they're taking care of the concrete issues. So, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room, walking down the aisle, our next guest is upon us. Ladies and gentlemen, I booked her about seven months ago, and she is beautiful. She's going to tell us about being 60 seconds to live and zombie rage. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Alana Drope. You're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Live on 89.1 10th FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hulkster, and the modern nightmare, Matthias. Well, hey, Alana. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Well, yeah, it's no problem. Uh, We have, uh, well, we have about 30 minutes here with you, so we're going to have some fun here. Uh, in the next 30 minutes, we're going to ask you a few questions. Uh, we'll do a roundtable. We'll come back to me. I'll ask you a couple of questions. But before we do that, we need you to give us a little introduction about yourself. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I guess I'm one of those Internet models turned actress, which, you know, used to be not so great of a thing or an easy of a thing, but it's getting a lot more mainstream now, which is awesome. <laughs> Um, I got my start doing some James Balsamo films. They're very, like, Trum-esque, zany stuff. Um, And then I started uh, working with Dustin Ferguson, doing a little more serious roles. And um, I just hooked up with Ken Ace Brewer recently. And uh, Zombie Rage will be 
coming out July 13th. That will be the premiere. So I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to that. Is is that a uh, is that Friday uh, Friday the thirteenth in July? <laughs> you know what? It might be. <laughs> I hope well, it is. I hope that was well, planned. Actually, July thirteenth is a third. July thirteenth is a Thursday. Uh, Thursday. Uh, we were close. <laughs> I'll tell you what. This is this is gonna be a fun interview. They we got a lot of me today, and I show up. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of drugs are guests here on 89.1 Kent FM And before we uh, uh, Before we continue Just to let everybody know Friday and Saturday 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. here on 89.1 Kent FM uh, We're going to have a fundraiser For the station Come on down and join us at 2106 Broadway North Fargo, North Dakota $5 We'll pick you up a brat and a pop And live entertainment And you can come meet uh, some of the studio Personnel like myself I plan on being there. I plan on uh, spending, oh, maybe about $40 in hot dogs and broths and popcorn, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll have some fun with that. So, anyway, back to the show. Now, you, like I say, we, we're, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that you've been in, uh, Killer Wave, uh, You're Melting. Uh, is that, that's not a takeoff of Wizard of Oz, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be real honest. <laughs> A lot of these movies um, have just started coming out, so some of them I haven't even seen the entire thing of yet. Well, uh, so so they so are like they still, killer waves uh, here. So they've all, still come, they've all been completed. Still a work in progress. So so they're all they're all they're all completed, or they're they're still working on tweaking them. Um. Yeah, they're still being worked on, as far as I know. I think. Um, your melting came out on DVD. I'm pretty sure. Um, and uh, we're, Hollywood Werewolf and, uh, just came out. I actually was able to watch that one. That was a fun one. So, 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 what's it? I've always, I've, I've never asked, uh, I've never asked a guest this. I'm gonna ask a couple more questions. And we'll do a roundtable. I never asked a question uh, this to a to uh, any guest that's been on uh, film or uh, television before. What is it like when you actually see yourself? Uh, you're sitting in the movie theater. You actually see yourself up on the big screen. What is that like? <laughs> it is. It is a very awkward thing to see yourself on the screen. Um, you know, it's, there's there's very rarely that I see something where I'm like, okay, I look really good in that part. You know, <laughs> when I do, it's really great. <laughs> So, so, yeah, other so times not... I'm like, oh, like I sound like that. Like, what was I doing here? <laughs> so, 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 so Ronnie, I, you're not. I like, tend to wait, like... wait to watch them. You know, like there's a there's a grace period, and then eventually I get up the courage to watch what I did. <laughs> So, so Alana, you're not like me when uh, I have a thing on up. When I see myself up on the big screen, uh, who's ever on the table? I said, "Okay, guys, now watch this. Here comes my big screen. It's coming up. Uh, watch it for the next few <laughs> minutes, and then uh, I'll wait wait for 15 minutes, and you'll see me again. And then another 25 minutes, I'll be back. And then, uh, <laughs> do you do that? <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, hey, everybody, watch me. <laughs> Well, I guess maybe I should stop doing that. <laughs> uh, um, a lot of Joe's, I guess, are on 89.1 Ken's FM, and uh, we got plenty of time here. we got 24 minutes. Uh, 
We're, we're going to do a roundtable, and we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you a few tougher questions. But, uh, Granny, what do you have for our guest, Alana Drill? Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on with us tonight. So, you're welcome. Um, What is your most, I mean, would you rather do modeling or acting? And, you know, what's your most favorite thing about when you did those uh, part of your career? Or would you rather be on the show every week? Acting is so much fun, honestly. It's, you know, it's like you get to come up. I mean, modeling, too, you know, you get to come up with, like, the whole theme and, like, all these crazy ideas and then, like, watch it come to life. But, you know, acting is, like, so much more of a project. And, you know, you can be, you know, as crazy and funny as you want to be. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. A lot of drugs are guests here on 89.1 Kins FM. And I want to introduce you to our resident wrestler, and uh, he's also a horror film guy, and the way I understand it, you've been into uh, a few for, uh, horror films, too, like uh, Zombie Rage, which will be released, uh, I believe, in about a month or so. And also, um, let's see what else you got coming up, uh, Desert Friends. So, uh, Matthias, what do you have for our guest? Go ahead. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Well, yes, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, soon-to-be APW World Heavyweight Champion once again, EWI Epic Champion, and BZW World Tag Team Champion, Matthias here. Welcome on to my part of the program. Yes, as Icon has said, I am a very big fan of horror movies and that kind of stuff and just film altogether. But my main question to you would be is, when you go to an interview, uh, sometimes you'll get asked this question, but it does get passed around quite often, whether you're an athlete or a director or a model or an actress, et cetera, et cetera. So who would you say is one of your heroes in life or one of your main influencers that urged you to go down the career path that you chose? And it is okay uh, to admit that it's me. <laughs> you know, honestly, a lot of people are probably going to hate me for saying so, but I think Cardi B is an amazing influence. You know, she you know, she was from New York. She went through all these hard times, and, you know, she grew up poor. She did anything that she had to do to get where she was. You know, she started out as a stripper, you know, and look at her now. She's rich and famous. Like, you know, everyone takes her seriously as a woman. Um, you know, she's doing all these great things with her life. And she, you know, people see her as a real artist. And I think that's amazing. And I think that's a big win for feminism in general. So that that really inspires me a lot when, you know, you see people really coming from the bottom. Especially, you know, um, just with women in general, it's a lot harder sometimes for women to get taken seriously in, um, you know, artistic fields and maybe, you know, in a lot of career fields in general. So it's it's great when, you know, you can pass that barrier, you know, and set the bar. That's awesome. Alana Drozar gets here on 89.1 Kins FM. And uh, for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday, like that. Go to 89.1 Kins FM page, like that. Do a $10 a month donation to Power the Tower. We'll get you automatically qualified to win a 
autograph picture from past guests, current guests, or future guests. Uh, would you be willing to uh, send us a, a few uh, autographs, Armana, for giveaways? Of course, definitely. All right, I will send you the information on where to send those. There's one picture, one film of yours I do want to talk about because you. it seems like you had everything involved in this particular film, uh, directing, uh, writing, everything. 60 Seconds to Live. Could you tell us about that and how that project came to be and how you uh, got involved and started writing it and coming up with it? Um, yeah, well, um, I just started... Well, I guess it was, like, the whole thing, like, my whole networking led to, uh, yeah, Dave Maggot, um, and he was working with Tony Newton on some projects, and he was like, do you want to help me submit stuff for his anthologies? And I was like, yes, definitely. <laughs> so, um, you, uh, you you get to work a lot with know, Dave I don't know, like, it's one of those things, like, we just kind of, you know, started spitballing ideas, one thing led to another, um, we were just like, yeah, like, you know, I have this mask, I have, like, this machete, what can we do with this? And, like, you know, it all kind of came to fruition. <laughs> uh, uh, real, real quick here, we just need to take a quick little time out. We'll be back. We just need to do a little quick little thing. We'll be right back. Hang on. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZ-FM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. And we are back here on 89.1 Ken's FM with our guest, and she is Alana Droll. And so 60 Seconds to Live, well, is, was that been the, the film, would you say, that you've had the most involvement in? Um, yes, that one, and he has another one that's coming out, um, but it hasn't been released yet, but hopefully I'm still in that one as well with a short. <laughs> well, what, uh, can you tell us about that movie or not? Um, actually, I'm not sure if I can, because <laughs> it hasn't been released yet. So maybe, maybe right, I well, stay you... hushed about that one. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about, I don't want to uh, give anything uh, away. Can we talk about Desert Friends? Um, yeah, Desert Fiends. Oh, oh, Desert Fiends. I'm so, I, I obviously can't read Desert Fiends. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that it says that one's in post production. Is that uh, is that correct or is that uh, all that's uh, completed? That's Yes. Um, nope, that's still a work in progress as well. Actually, um, I'm actually in the process of um, you know doing another whole little project where you know we're we're writing and directing it together and, you know, filming it. Um, so it's going to be like a little, we're doing a little remote project. So I'm going to do like part of my scene. And then uh, my Dave Maggot is going to be the other part in the scene. And we're going to edit it all together and send him the work. I, I want to ask so that's you a whole uh, little uh, remote project from home that, you know, is going to get well, you know, shot it, over and edited. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, our, our previous guest was just talking about uh, re- remote filming. So basically, you can be in any movie you want. All you got to do is set up a green screen in your basement and then let a camera run, and then you're you got your scene, right? Exactly. You know, it's so much fun. <laughs> you know, technology has you know come so far 
You know, you have a, I mean, you have a phone with, you know, 4K. <laughs> you know, you can shoot whatever you want on your phone, you know, edit it on the computer and just send it. Well, wouldn't you rather be on set, though? You know, like you can go promote matter. it, put it online. Um, I have shot things with GoPro. I need to get one of my own. Those are, GoPros are amazing. Well, well, one question I have is, wouldn't you rather be uh, on set rather than filming at home? Um, I mean, honestly, I think it depends, you know, like, filming from home is so easy, (laughs) you know, and, like, you don't have to rely on a lot of other people, you know, whereas, like, you know, if you're on set, it's a big production, and, you know, somebody doesn't show up, and then the whole thing is ruined, you know, but, you know, if you have, like, a little project that you're just doing from your house, you know, like, you can do it on your own time, you know, you can do whatever you want with it, basically, well, I'm just I, love, I love, like, the whole independent industry, you know. It's like, you know, you can promote everything yourself, you know, get all your money yourself. You know, you can well, do just, it whenever you want, however you want. You know, I, I am kind of curious about that. You, you're filming at home, and, uh, you know, your significant other is uh, is is wanting to talk to you. You're like, you, is it like one of these situations where it's like, okay, Honey, I got to go down and film this scene. I got 25 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to go film my scene, and then you better have breakfast on the table for me. I mean, that's, that? that's pretty much what it's like right now, honestly. Like, I, I was like, oh, I got to do this radio show. Like, do you have anything you want to go do? <laughs> your friend was trying to hang out with you, right? Go hang with your friend. <laughs> and and then when, and then he, when, we, uh, he, uh, when he... afterwards. And when he makes you breakfast, are you ever like, oh, man, SpaghettiOs again? (laughs) No, he makes me a wonderful breakfast. (laughs) He cooks me authentic (laughs) Mexican food. Oh, (laughs) he's the best. (laughs) I'm trying to keep him as long as I can. (laughs) So you're telling me there's a chance. No, I'm kidding. All right. (laughs) Yeah, if you if you cook good Mexican food, there might be a chance. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, I've I've actually had to start cooking. Uh, uh, my my wife and I recently just bought a house, and I've actually had to start cooking, uh, whether I want to or not. And uh, <laughs> not that anybody cares, but uh, my wife's favorite food is eggs. Okay. And I always ask her, what kind of eggs do you want? And she says, over heart. And I said, well, good. They're going to be scrambled anyway, so it doesn't matter. Now, does it? <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> You've got a point there. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, you know, Granny and uh, Matthias, you know, I'll tell you what. If she would have been in my audience while I was doing stand-up comedy, I'd probably still be doing that. We wouldn't be sitting here today. <laughs> yeah, so I actually I was, got that from a few people. They're like, I wish I was doing stand-up comedy for you. <laughs> You're a great audience. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I was I was waiting for them to uh, respond, but uh, by the sound of their silence, I'm like, we'll just keep moving on, and we will do that. Uh a lot of draws are guests here on 89.1 Kent FM. We got, uh, well, we got uh, 23 minutes here. One thing I do want to ask you about, you know, you mentioned there's a couple of projects that you can't talk about, and I understand that because, you know, of the whole 
uh, I guess, what do they call that? Um, well, there's a clause. What do they call that? Um, I just signed one. Um, anyway. Well, oh, the I'll, NDAs? I'll, I'll, yeah, exactly. Non-disclosure uh, agreement, yes. So is there any project that uh, that you're working on uh, that you have that you want to start doing that you could talk about? Um, well, I can tell you a little bit about Zombie Rage since it is coming out. <laughs> they've been they've been releasing quite a bit about it, so hopefully I'm not too crushed up on that one. <laughs> you, you played Mandy in Zombie Rage, correct? Yes. And when is that? Uh, wh- is that out already, or when is that due to be released? Um, that's coming out July 13th. Um, we're premiering that in San Pedro. As far as where it goes from there, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, we do well. Now, do do, uh, do you plan on you? You guys are having your premiere, so is it is this going to be uh, able to be seen on like Amazon or uh, Amazon Prime or Hulu or any of those? Um, well, I know Livid Media does a lot with Tubi, so I'm hoping that's going to be another release for me that gets onto Tubi. And the so other question, stay tuned and be on the lookout. The other movie I want to ask you about, and hopefully you can talk about this, uh, Killer Waves. Uh, so what are you, some kind of uh, mafia surfer killer gal or what? <laughs> so um, my whole thing is, like, we're we're camping in the woods. Well, I mean, you know, like the James Balsamo movies, how he always has, like, you know, the cute, fun, naked girls, like, you know, cut to this. <laughs> So I've I've been one of those for a lot of the films, you know, just being like funny and naked. <laughs> so I've got a so, I've got this cute little nude scene, like me and my friend are going camping, and then oh no, there's a monster. <laughs> you know, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you have uh, um, in uh, in the movie that we're that we're talking about, Killer Waves. Uh, we actually had uh, a couple of your co-stars on our show with us, uh, G. Larry Butler and uh, Ozzy oh, Capri. Oh, very nice. Awesome. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, he was uh, he was on uh, uh, he was on with us last week, uh, uh, G. Larry Butler, and uh, he wanted me to let you know that uh, uh, you. Uh, he he's got uh, he's got your fifty cents for the newspaper. He's going to send it uh, via check. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and uh, the reason why I said that because I, I, he said he was going to be listening, so now uh, he'll call and I'll, I'll have to pay him fifty cents. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, big gamble there, I see. <laughs> You know, this is probably one of the, uh, you know, I'm not taking away from any of our other guests here, but uh, this is probably one of the more entertaining uh, interviews that we've ever done. But I want to ask you, uh, being an actress, a director, a writer, a producer, is there one of those that you prefer doing over the others? Like, if you had to do your top three, how would you rank them? I mean, honestly, I just really love being involved in all of it. So, I mean, eventually, like, I'd love to just be, you know, directing and filming all of my own stuff. You know, I want to be, you know, involved in every aspect, you know. I'm just I'm just at the very beginning right now, you know. I'm 
taking the little steps, but, you know, I'm really trying to, you know, see everything that goes on, and I just want to be a part of, like, the whole process. Now, do you have uh, – now, you mentioned uh, uh, directing. Now, do you have any films that uh... – that you that you want to make I, I know you can't you don't want to give away too much but i'm sure there's like one film that you like really want to make and that's in your mind that you want to take from your mind put it on paper and put it on film do you have uh, uh do you have a couple ideas yeah i'm not gonna lie i have been writing for a while i actually i went to school for journalism but i hated journalism and i stuck with writing so, like, I still do journals, you know, every now and then. And eventually I do want to turn it into, like, a whole memoir. So if that memoir becomes a movie, you know, it it could happen. <laughs> it's very possible. And I was just going to say, if uh, you need someone to be an extra in that film, I, uh, I'm up for hire. <laughs> All right. Except you don't I do your own stuff. need plenty of extras. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, well, hey, would, would you let uh, you Granny and sons, I'll save money. <laughs> but, would, would you let uh, Granny Matthias and I come down and work for you? <laughs> Sounds good to me. You work for fifty cents. <laughs> well, actually, I I, I actually have a different uh, pay rate. Uh, I can't speak for Matthias and Granny, but myself, as long as you give me a place to sleep on the set and throw me a couple hot dogs for breakfast. I'll come work for you. All right. I can swing some hot dogs. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's talk about some of the other uh, things that are uh, on the docket. Uh, you did uh, Killer Ways in 2020. Uh, you did uh, You're Melting in 2022, 60 Seconds Live in 2022, uh, Lord, of Al- uh, Lord of Acid, uh, Liz uh, Warden from Heck, and uh, Beyond the Gates of Heck and Closet Monster. Now, uh, Closet Monster says it's supposed to be released in 2023. Is that still in, uh, is that still in production? Or, and I suppose you can't really talk much about that, can you? Uh, no, Closet Monster actually has been officially released. You can buy the DVD online. Please look for it. That would be amazing. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we just had the premiere of that one in uh, May, I believe. Uh, one of your uh, one of your coworkers is going to be a guest on our show in November. Uh, Richard uh, During. Oh, very nice. Oh, he's great. He's such a nice guy. Is there anything you can uh, tell us he about? Was, uh, him? He's no. playing one of my parents. I will yeah, say I know. that much. Anything, I can't say much can without ruining the rest of it. <laughs> well, well, no. Can you can you can you give us like some insight on like what's he like on the set? Like something that we we can uh, some kind of like something that we can use when we interview him that he might not know that we know? (laughs) You know, unfortunately, I didn't get to work with him too much, actually, on the set. Like, um, a lot of my scenes were shot separately from the uh, the parental scenes. Because it's very, like, um, it's going to be, like, a very dreamlike state kind of movie. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, it, have, should be, uh, it should be really interesting to watch. It's a it's a thriller. We have Atlanta Drove. Yeah, it's one of those like mind bending movies. Uh, so uh, is it a mind bender or is it a spoon bender? <laughs> it's not quite a spoon bender. It's not the Matrix, <laughs> but 
but there there's some plot twists for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, real uh, real quick, you're just gonna take a quick little time out. Uh, hey, fans of eighty nine point one Kens FM, we want you to come on out and join us Friday and Saturday, eleven a.m. to seven p.m. here for five dollars. You get a brat and a pop at twenty one oh six Broadway, North Fargo, North Dakota. A tasty fundraiser. Fundraiser for KNNZ 89.1 Kens FM. There's going to be live music, butts, popcorn. You might even get to see the icon. So come check us out. $5. You can't get a meal for $5, he says. You can come down, you sit, you sit at the table, you pay your five bucks, you get your butt, you get your pop, you listen to some live entertainment, you talk to people from all over that, listen to the station. All in one weekend, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. So come out and join us. I'll be there for a little while. And uh, as a matter of fact, you might even be able to meet a gentleman that is sometimes makes an appearance on our show. Uh, his name is Ken. So uh, come check that out. 89.1 Ken's FM. And we are going back to Alana Drope. So you have done so many things over the last uh, several years uh, from 2020 on. You know, you did one film in 2020. Did COVID uh, affect uh, your career? Uh, oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I had a, I'll put, uh, put it this way, I had a lot of time on my hands to work on all those projects. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> So now, when uh, now we, uh, I'd ask you a little bit about uh, when uh, you film your scene uh, in your basement rather than being on the set. Is, is it uh, is it more of a uh, an easier thing for you not to have to travel and just stay staying at home? Oh yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Especially at the moment, you know, it's like I I actually live. Um, I live outside of LA, like, you know, it's a very small, scarce area that's far away. <laughs> and like, people are like, oh, I need you to come up to LA for something. And it's a, it's a whole project to get there now. <laughs> so yeah, it's much easier when I can just film from home, <laughs> you know, just sit down on my work break and, you know, just do it all up. Well, one thing I, I do want to kind of get in the lead, uh, uh, dive into the uh, dive in the weeds here with you a little bit. You know, with independent films, basically the director is putting up his own funding, and you, you've done some directing too, and you, you're, you're aware of this. When you when you do an independent film for a director that's funding his own project, do uh, does he call you up and say? Uh, Hey, would you come be in my film? Uh, and uh, if it uh, does well, uh, I, I can cut you a check for a couple thousand. Or do you not ever worry about uh, funding until uh, the movie gets released? Um. Yeah. I mean, I haven't particularly worried too much about the funding area. Usually, someone else has been taking care of that aspect of it, but. I mean, as far as, like, the movies that I've made myself, like, I've just kind of done it for free most of the time or done it for pretty small checks here and there, you know. Take, like, you know, some money for the weekend and call it a day. (laughs) 
Like well, a, a lot of it is just uh, doing art for the sake of the art, you know. Now, so do you ever get the, one, I mean, the uh, money's great, but you know, I'm not making you know the whole living off of it. But not yet. <laughs> so if uh, so, if uh, Matthias and I were to come down and uh, visit you at your uh, at your place, uh, so basically you're saying there's no mansion on the hill with a Rolls Royce and a uh, <laughs> and a Ferrari in the driveway. No, I got more like a cabin in the woods kind of deal. <laughs> But you know, we could we could make scary movies there. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, remember that's it's how good Ted for those got, that, That's how Ted Kaczynski got his start. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'll tell you what, I've been uh, I've been cracking jokes all day and I'm just waiting for Matthias to uh jump in and uh play one of those little sound uh sound effects that he does, but uh he must not be listening right now. I'm not saying I don't have the board control. Well, yeah, I know, but uh, you know, I, I'm sure that he's listening. He's he just knows I'm waiting, uh, waiting for him to play, and then it's like he's like, I know he's trying to put himself over by not playing. I think the song you mentioned. I think you maybe mentioned Vic, to mention Big Swing rather than Matthias Icon. Did, did I say Matthias? Yeah, you said me. Yes, not, you did. Not Big Swing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, do we know if Big Swing is listening? He probably. I don't is. know. Well, I don't know either, but... Um, he may not be listening because he might have played that sound effect. Touchdown Raiders! Because I hate that sound effect. Where's the wah, wah, wah? Well, I don't know. I, uh, he, we know that he's listening now because he played that. Uh, but let's get back to our guest here, Alana Drow here. Uh so now you, like I say, you've had uh, you've had uh, let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pictures, uh, and you got uh, two that are uh, due to be released. And you mentioned that you have a few others that you can't really talk about. Can you can you at least give us a number, like how many projects that you're working on currently? Um, well, maybe just one or two. I mean, nothing nothing crazy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, come winter, hopefully it'll be a, a lot more. I'll have a, a lot more time to film once uh once I have my little winter vacation from work. Oh, uh, winter vacation! It'll be from one work? of those like real jobs. <laughs> I, I, so so are you uh, are you are you able to tell us what else you do? Um. Yeah, it's funny actually. Like my friends call me Cinderella. <laughs> I work. I work in a kitchen. I'm a kitchen wench. <laughs> well, that, that's that's kind of cool. Uh, but you know, yeah, you. Uh, so, so it's a real yeah. It's a real life Cinderella, basically. You know, like people don't know what I do. You know, and I yeah, I obviously can't look like the way that I do in the kitchen. <laughs> can't be like all done up with my nails on. So, yeah, a lot of people don't even really know who I am. It's like a very different world. And then, yeah, I come out to L.A. and, yeah, it's a whole different ball game out here. I'm, I'm Hollywood. <laughs> so, well, see, I can already tell that, you know, you don't have an ego because, you know, if, you know, you don't ever do the thing like when you're cooking in back, right? And then you like have like your DVD and say, "Hey guys, look, I'm in this film. I- I'm going to go make this <laughs> podcast over here. Then uh, on break, we're going to watch my scenes." 
See, my outlook is more like, oh, I'm going to subject you to this movie that I'm in. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's funny how you, it's funny you mentioned that subjecting people to uh, your movie. Uh, I used to work for a, not that anybody cares, but I used to work for a morning show here in town, and uh, I was uh, wanting to be a stand-up comedian. And I thought getting into radio would be the perfect uh, perfect stepping stone to that. So what they used to do is they used to send me to gas stations in restrooms with a bullhorn. They used to tell, uh, have me tell jokes to people uh, in the restrooms. <laughs> they called it forced comedy. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and, and I guess I'll used to sort of do a version of that with, like, promotional modeling. <laughs> Stand outside, <laughs> hey. <laughs> You know what? I might I might have to start doing that. Uh, Alana George, our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM. we got about uh, five minutes here left with uh, our guest here. Uh, so we can do this so we don't forget. If uh, our fans want to check you out and see it, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got? Uh, I've got almost all of it. <laughs> you can uh, just Google my name, Alana Dro. It'll all come up. <laughs> And is there, uh, like, one particular, um, you know, you mentioned uh, you, you did modeling. Is there, like, one particular modeling gig that you, like, really enjoyed and was really looking forward to and you were very honored to be part of it? Um. Yeah, actually. There was, um, I mean, there's a lot of, like, incredible talent that I've worked with as far as modeling goes. Um, you know, it's like when you when you have the people with the really – creative visions and they you know really think outside the box um like the people who go into like abandoned buildings and then like they bring their own props and they're like you like hold this and like i have like all this like i have a helmet i have like you know it's just like all these things that you wouldn't think of like i thought a model would wear you know what i mean and it's just like you know you stand in like a really crazy strange pose and you look more like something from a scary movie versus you know somebody in makeup that's you know selling a dress <laughs> is it, you know is people it, who do it for the art's sake well what, what is it what is more difficult modeling or acting or is it about the same honestly i'd say it's probably about the same you know, modeling is just kind of like a shorter version of it, really. Um, you know, modeling, it's like you have to capture that exact emotion in one photo versus, like, acting, you capture it in, like, you know, a 30-minute film. But it's it's basically the same thing, you know. It's a, it's an art project, and, you know, you're you're putting everything together to set this scene to create one emotion, and if, you know, that's people awesome. feel that from the picture or from the movie, then, you know, that's art. That is cool. Alana Droz, our guest here. We got about, uh, well, we got, uh, well, we got about uh, three minutes here left with our guest. Uh, wh- one thing I like to do, uh, Alana, and I like, I sometimes ask this uh, uh, for our guests, too. If you want, if you could give one piece of advice uh, to someone that wanted to get involved in doing like you do, acting and directing, what's, and modeling, what advice would you give the individual? Um, honestly, I mean, keep at it. You know, even if you don't think you're getting anywhere, you know, 
do everything at your own pace. Meet as many people as you can, you know, go to the events, um, you know, just keep making whatever art you're making. And, you know, eventually you run into the right person. <laughs> and, you know, who knows so, where uh, it could lead. So would, uh, like, me and Matthias and Granny uh, be able to, like, go to, like, a set and say, uh, hey, uh, you know, we uh, we know Alana Dro, and uh, she said that uh, – you know, you'd you'd hire us. Uh, can can we do that? Can we can we utilize your name, or uh, do you think you'd get thrown out of Hollywood completely? <laughs> I hope I hope you could do that. <laughs> I've had I've had a couple people do it for me, so I'm hoping it works. You know, the other way around as well. <laughs> I hope knowing me is uh, a good thing. <laughs> well, well, you know, of course it is. You know, I'll just I'll just tell everybody that. Uh, uh, actually, one day I'll surprise you. I'll come on your set and I'll say, uh, "Yeah, uh, my name is Icon. I'm uh, I'm Alana's uh, manager slash bodyguard, and uh, this is Matthias here. Uh, he's also bodyguard number two. And uh, here's Granny. Uh, she uh, she's the caterer. She does the cookies for the for Alana, and uh, <laughs> I carry I carry her bags." And they're like, uh, well, yeah, you can sit over there, and then uh, you'll come up and say, we'll say, hey, how you doing? And then you're like, going, you guys let this guy on set again? (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) I lost. There we go. Well, I'll tell you what, Alana, you have been so awesome, and we're glad that you took time out of your schedule to be with us tonight. And, uh, uh, we we can't thank you enough for all that you do for us, and uh, we haven't scared you uh, scared you way too much. We'd love to have you back on again. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love that. Awesome. If well, I'll tell you what. Thanks for me, thanks for I being on the show. We love you. <laughs> <Go back up. laughs> love you too. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. See you. Take care. Alana Drew, ladies and gentlemen, that that was uh, awesome. Homicides. What do you think? I think I may have got you a bodyguard gig. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting, and I mean, the thing that really, I mean, you know, we talked about a lot, but the one thing that really got me was she said authentic Mexican food, and, you know, that's that's the way to, that's the way to my heart is uh, through food, and especially Mexican food, so if her husband can make me an authentic meal, you know, I'm I'm all in for it, for a gig, and for a movie thing, absolutely. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's no secret, Matthias, uh, that uh, you and I, uh, and I'm still work, trying to work uh, Granny in on this, but it is no secret that uh, you and I have been getting uh, some movie offers uh, over the last uh, several months. Yes, sir. And uh, we're going to continue doing that. But we're, we're going to talk about that towards the end of the show. But before we, uh, uh, before we uh, do that, uh, we'll just wait for our, our next guest to call. And... Uh, Okay, no problem. Uh, he he's going to call in a few minutes, but uh, let me tell you guys something. Let me tell you something about Alana. Uh, you know, she is, and I'm not taking away from any other guests that we've had on the show, but uh, we've had actually two gorgeous model guests on our show, uh, the uh, both Alana and uh, Hillary. And you know, the the cool thing is about uh, doing this show. Uh, not that anybody cares, but the cool thing about doing this show is being able to talk to all these people. Uh, am I right, Matthias and Granny? I mean, you guys wouldn't get to interact with these people otherwise, right? I mean, it'd be highly unlikely. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
But, you know, the cool thing is, uh, Matthias, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this while we're waiting for our, our, our next guest to call. Uh, you and I were offered a movie role a couple weeks ago. Indeed we were. And uh, that was from, uh, do you remember the director's name? Right now, off the top of my head, no. My brain's been filled with a lot of other things, so I can't put the pick the director's name off the top of my head. Uh, Eminem is his initials. Oh, yeah. Yep, okay. I still can't really picture your name right now. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been really busy with uh, some other stuff, too. I've been working on moving um, uh, Michael Mota- uh, Matosos. Mata- yeah, that was his last name. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, so, yeah, so we... Uh, uh, you and I were offered a role in uh, in his uh, upcoming movie called Santa Slays, and uh, Ken, uh, from the owner of Ken's FM, uh, who you can come meet on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., uh, $5, Boston Pop, uh, will, uh, a fundraiser for the station here. Uh, you'll be able to meet Ken. He also has a speaking part in that movie. He plays the DJ in that movie. Wow, Okay. And, uh, uh, of course, you and I, we, uh, since we uh, dis- uh, signed a non-disclosure agreement, we really can't uh, talk about our roles yet. But the inter- we, one thing we can talk about is he actually wrote the scene in for you and I just because he was on this show. Wow, okay. So, yeah, so I definitely, uh, I, we, we definitely love uh, the fact that, uh, we're able to get in, and I'm also working on trying to get you on Friday the 13th Blood Loss. I know that you would love to be part of that. Well, you know, any any uh, horror film is fun to be a part, whether you stay alive or you die. Um, just getting to be involved with the creativity and that kind of stuff, and like I said, any uh, any opportunity that opens its doors, you know, you, you really should be walking through them. So any opportunity I get, I'd be more than willing to uh, to take. Well, you know, the other cool thing about uh, the the film that we're going to be in, uh, I guess he would like us to come out to the set in August, and you and I will work that out. Uh, I think maybe uh, it'll be beneficial for us. Maybe we could just put the travel costs and get that done so we can uh, film our scene uh, and then come back. Okay. Uh, but uh, we'll just have to uh, make sure we schedule that uh, with yeah. his schedule. Exactly. And, uh, Granny, uh, if if we were to get you involved in film, I'm sure you wouldn't like want to be in a horror film, would you? Well, I don't know if I would want to be in a horror film. I mean, that's just not really my cup of tea. I mean, I, I've, I've watched horror movies, but I just, it's just not my type of thing. I mean, now, get me in a, in a, a mystery movie or something like that. That would be, that would be cool, but... You know, I like a good mystery every now and then. Well, yeah, I would. You know, I've always liked. I've always wanted to be like in a Sherlock Holmes film or something. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But our our, our next guest, Wind and Wings, we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back <clears throat> after these messages. So stick with us. We'll be right with you in a second. So stick around. Ladies and gentlemen, the new blocks are here. New blocks are here. Yes, for a limited time, you can get your very own 89.1 Ken's FM clock. For a $25 donation, you can get a classic analog round-faced clock with the 89.1 Ken's FM logo on the front. Just go to our website, 
www.kenzfm.com, and under the More Merch tab, you will find the clocks along with numerous other new merch you can order. Get yours now while supplies last. We have these in limited quantity, so order now at www.kenzfm.com. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, the king of daytime television. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a talented man himself. He is Robert Amigo. Hey, yeah. Hey, this is Robert Amico, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Monday live on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling holster, and the modern Mike Man Matthias. What do you think about that? Sounds good, Robert. How are you, sir? Good to have you with us. I am good. I've been busy, 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 unbelievably busy. And at the same time, walking the picket lines every two hours for the writers at the Writers Guild. That's awesome. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch a little bit about that. Uh, we have uh, Robert as our guest here. We've got about uh, 25 minutes here with our buddy. Uh, here's what we're going to do, Robert. I'm going to ask you a few. Uh, I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll do a roundtable, and then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tougher questions. But uh, first, give us a little background about yourself. Whoa. Well... I'm in the entertainment business. This is my 53rd year. I started uh, just being an actor. I studied with Lee Strasberg at Carnegie Hall with uh, Paul Newman as my mentor. Studied with all the masters in New York and uh, also studied with Shelley Winters. Came out to L.A. on a Spielberg film at the end of 1990 uh, and stayed here in beautiful, used-to-be sunny L.A. Uh, I started producing and directing in 1999, and now I have 55 films in, under my belt, shorts and features, as a producer or director. So that's the short story. I'm also a musician all my life since I'm a little boy, and I play two hours every day. And you know, we're, I'm going to ask you a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, the different uh, TV shows you've been in, like CSI. You've been in General Hospital. You've been in Unsolved. I want, I'm going to ask you about Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, you've you, you, you've done you've done it all. Um, and uh, well, fifty-three years is a long time. And, and you don't look a day over twenty-one either. Well, yeah, right. Uh, obviously, <laughs> you haven't had an optical uh, vision checkup in quite some time, my friend. No. Um, well, I, I take care of myself. But, um, you know, if I told you how old I was, you would drop. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Robert uh, Amico's, our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM. Uh, uh, I'm going to uh, – we're going to do the roundtable, and we'll come back to me. I'm going to ask you uh, some, uh, <laughs> some a cool question about some of the stuff you've been in. But uh, I'm going to introduce you to Granny, for, uh, Granny Hulkster first. Uh, one of uh, the uh, her favorite movies that uh, you were part of, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, and I'm sure she got a few questions about that. Granny, what do you got? Go ahead. Yeah, what do you got? Well, Granny? welcome. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have Thank you, you on. The same um, to you. I, um, you know, I like a good mystery. I like a good drama. You know, and um, mm-hmm. I know Icon mentions. CSI, and I love CSI. I mean, I, I, that was always one of my oh, favorites. Yeah, me too. So. That was a class act. Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, it was uh, when I was uh, on. It was with Lawrence Fishburne. He was a gentleman. My first day on the mm-hmm. set, 
my first day on the set, he walked right over to me, with, walked me and introduced me to the whole cast. He was such a gentleman about it. Uh, that was pretty iconic. You know, that's uh, produced by Bruckheimer. And at one point we were shooting, big army helicopter goes above us and lands, and it's uh, Bruckheimer pops out of it, and I look in it, and it's like an apartment in there. And he flies around L.A. in this big apartment. It's amazing. It's like a building wow. flying through the head. Wow. But that was really That's good. Awesome. I loved that I was that. Uh, I was on the regular CSI Vegas, and I was on for a season. The whole storyline was about me. It was about a, a serial killer that uh, uh, Lawrence was trying to get so bad, and I was the first victim of the serial killer. I was a Las Vegas piano player, and I had my intestines tied by the killer in a bow tie. I don't Ooh, know if you remember wow. that. Yeah, I do. I'm still making I, money on that show. Well, you know, I saw that episode. I didn't think your piano playing was that bad. Yeah, it was. Because <laughs> I played guitar. <laughs> you I know, kept looking for the strings. You know, the cool thing is about uh, CSI is uh, you actually got to be on the, uh, you actually got to meet and be on the set with one of my heroes, uh, Marge Helgenberger. What was that like? Oh, that was, that was interesting. You know, she was married, she was married to a friend of mine, Alan Rosenberg, who was the president of SAG for a long, long time. Uh, That's awesome. She's a class act. There's a picture on one of the episodes where I'm laying on the slab in the coroner's office, and there's a, a great promo photo for that episode. It's on IMDb. It's, it's the promo for that episode. Or her standing over me. Well, the reality of it is that was a complete body wax double made of me, which took a whole day to make. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that they're cla- a lot of people Did don't realize they're claustrophobic. What's that? Did you get to keep that? Did you get to keep that? Oh, no. That's the second time that was done, and I didn't get to keep any of them. But the makeup, the the guy who did it, it sits in his living room. But i got to tell you a funny story about that. Um, um, with that, it was like when I came on set, all the crew were going like, I know you. Where do I know you from? That that dummy sat in the production meetings in one of the chairs. So they all got, and when they were meeting or the pre-production on the show, they would look at the dummy and see me. So they felt like they knew me, but they couldn't remember that it was just a dummy in the writer's room. <laughs> Pretty funny, you know, it'd be really cool. You know, it'd be really cool though, if you could actually uh, get that wax dummy of yourself and then like tie it like in your living room, uh, like to the window, then everybody would think that you're always home. Yes, or I could sit it next to me and go in the diamond lane, you know, <laughs> in the, on the highway. Uh, Robert Mikos, I guess you're on 89.1 Ken's FM, and uh, we got about uh, 19 minutes. Uh, Matthias, uh, I know that uh, you loved uh, CSI, but uh, there's a few other uh, films that uh, he's been involved in that I'm sure that you'd uh, be involved with. And music uh, that, videos. And music videos, I, I too. I did all the music videos for the first when hip hop and rap first broke. Public Enemy, Eric B. and Rakeem, a whole list of people. I would That's get awesome. on the subway in New York, and every every little kid knew who I was. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Matthias, what do you guys want to ask? Go ahead. 
Well, yes, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, current soon-to-be APW World Heavyweight Champion, EWI Epic Champion, and BZW World Tag Team Champion, Matthias here. Welcome on to my part of the program. Now, now my main question to you would be as of right now, um, yes, as Icon has mentioned, I'm a big... uh, uh, movie fanatic and all that kind of stuff, and Granny's also into CSI, and we're in all the mystery kind of stuff. Where me, it's more of the horror stuff is uh, is my uh, cup of tea. But my main question to you would be, as uh, when people go out to do interviews, and it and it doesn't matter whether you're a celebrity or you're a regular person or if you're whatever kind of profession it is you do, uh, a lot of people ask this one question. You'll get a varied answer uh depending on who it is so who would you say is one of your biggest heroes and influencers that you would say got you into the career path that you decided to go down now i would have to say paul newman because he was my mentor in lee strasberg's class when i was 17 years old and there were lots of times i wanted to get up there and this was like a master class in all these Famous actors are in this class. I'm a 17-year-old uh, hippie, you know, uh, from Gren- you know, hanging out in Greenwich Village, and uh, there were lots of times I wanted to get up there, and Paul Paul would put his hand up and sit me back down and go, "No, just sit and watch because this is the best way to learn acting. You will see every mistake you will ever make, and you will see the master Lee Strasberg correct it. When you're down there, you're so nervous, and when he's Correcting you, you don't absorb it as well as sitting here in the stands and watching him do the correct. It was the biggest advice I ever got from anybody. And uh, I love Paul, and I love Joanne, and I, I, I miss him. And uh, I try and check in with Joanne. Most of the time I just talk with her daughter, Joanne Woodward, I mean by that, Paul's wife. But, yeah, right. it would be Paul. It would be, um, yeah, it would have to be Paul. It would have to be Paul because it was all around. It was advice. It was he was an iconic actor. I mean, he represents the Lee Strasberg's method over most people. Uh, yeah. His work is brilliant. He was a gentleman. He's uh, he's provided millions of dollars for charities with his salad dressings and everything else. All the profits go there. I mean, the man was an icon. He really was. Okay. And is there uh, somebody that? you haven't yet been able to work with that, you know, would be like a dream come true if you got the opportunity to work with them? Well, I got to tell you, Matthias, they're dropping like flies. Uh, So I would have to say, I would have to, I would like to work with, wow, there's there's like three people. Al Pacino, because we kind of did a couple of scenes together in Actors Studio and in class, but I never did a film with him. Probably oh, wow. Robert De Niro. And, and and I'm talking actors here. Uh, Anthony Hopkins would be the third. And as far as directors, Martin Scorsese. Absolutely. I never got a chance to work with him. I worked with Coppola. I worked with Spielberg. I worked with, uh, uh, um, uh, oh, God, what was his name? He directed me in 8mm. Joe Schumacher. Okay. I worked with a lot of people, you know, uh, but I never worked with Marty, and that's kind of my forte. I'm a New Yorker. I, I play hitmen and mafias and drug dealers. Yeah, I never, I never crossed Marty's path, you know. I would love to. 
That's insane. Yeah, one of my one director, if I ever could work with, uh, my two favorite directors, because of course I'm a horror fan, are uh, uh-huh. John Carpenter and uh, Wes Craven, because of their oh, legendary yeah. series of all the horror uh, franchises that they helped make. Yeah, my friend Mick Garris. Uh, I, I think both of them have passed, haven't they? I think so. Well, one of them. Is, uh, yeah, because my friend Mick Garris, who produced, who executive produced a lot of that stuff, uh, was very good friends with all of them. And I used to see them at the cafe, the Aroma Cafe that I hang out in in uh, in L.A. Here, I'd, I'd see him with them all the time years ago. You know, he's, like, tuned into the to the studio horror stuff. You know, I'd see him with Clive Barker. I'd see him with John Carpenter. It's uh, it's really funny. And as far as horror, I'm launching a a distribution platform for horror, sci-fi, and fantasy. Okay. But it's more, of the, it's more of the independent stuff for the real hardcore horror fans. They don't get to put their stuff up there. So people can list their films for free, shorts and features, as long as they're either horror, sci-fi, or fantasy. Oh wow! And I'm trying to I'm trying to launch it bigger than it really launched. I was a little disappointed, so we're backing up and and going a little bigger as our studio is being built. Our mother company, uh, our mother company is building a seventy five thousand square foot studio. Bought the bought the building, so we're going to be producing stuff out out of there. It's kind of like ours too. And my company has $3 million worth of technology that we bought, so they can't sell it wow. out from under us. Wow. So te- technology is very interactive, and it's kind of like a rev share setup. If the people okay. put their film in there and they get their fans to come and watch it for $0.99, cents, you know, or everybody makes money. And the fans can even make money by recommending people to come in. And it's kind of like two-level pyramid, but it's not really a pyramid. It just goes back two levels. So... If you're just a fan, you could register for free, and I have 100 classic horror films in there that you can watch for free just for a tip box. I mean, stuff you've never, ever seen as a horror fanatic that you would flip out over. Like, I found and put in there a 1911 version feature film of Frankenstein made by Thomas Edison. Wow, directed that's cool. Thomas Edison, and it is the first feature film banned in the United States. Can you can you tell why? Uh, because, can, you, can you tell us why it was banned? It was banned because at the time we were a very Christian country, and it was an abomination that anybody could create a human but God could create life but God. Frankenstein. That's that's interesting. Uh, one thing I do want to ask you about: uh, we have uh, uh, we have Mr. Amico as our guest here on eighty nine point one Ken's FM, and we still got uh, plenty of time here. For those of you who uh, uh, listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, Attitude Era Monday Live Monday, like that, go to eighty nine point one Ken's FM page, like that, do a ten dollar month donation, follow the tower, we we'll get you automatically qualified to win a autograph picture from past guest, current guest, or future guest. And also, I'm going to announce this right now. If you uh, come on down, uh, either between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Friday and Saturday, uh, buy a $5 brat and popcorn, uh, a brat and pop. Uh, I'm going to have a little. Uh, I'm going to have a little jar out in front there where you can put your name in a hat, and uh, I'll draw some names to win autographs from our past, future, or current guests. Uh, Robert, would you be willing to send us some autographs for giveaways to help out the station? 
Sure. You, you text me an address, and I'd be glad to do that. I'll see if, you know what? I'll see if I can give you something more than that, like a, a piece of trivia, if I can find it. I only have one ho- coin left from the shooting the hook, but uh, maybe I can find a call sheet or something, like a Star Trek call sheet or something. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'll put it in with the autograph pages, but it'll be some kind of... I have a couple of... Have you guys ever seen Hellboy, the movie? Yes. yes. I have my friend well, won two Academy Awards for doing special effects. He did the special effects in that. The blowing up at the beginning of the insane asylum is done in miniature. It's only like a foot big. And I have some of the bricks that were in the use of making and blowing that up. Would that be something, maybe? Yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. You want to wrap well, it up? I'll, I'll, I'll see to what I can find, and I'll put, I'll put it in there. Maybe maybe I can find an old, uh, from the 80s, an old Screen Actors Guild card of mine or stuff like that. I'll put a few things in. The, right. one, the one thing that intrigued me, though, like you said, unfortunately, you only have one left, is the gold coin from Hook. Uh, well, actually, yeah, I was I was okay. actually just watching that film right before uh, while I was looking at houses right before I came here to do the show, and that is such a, that is such a great film. It's actually one of my uh, you know, one of my I favorites. Did, growing I up, I worked four months as a pirate on that every day, and I'm lucky if I'm in it one second. And there's enough enough footage on the cutting room floor to make a whole pirate movie. Just the pirate scenes we shot four months every day. And you know the scene where Smee walks the, uh, the the shiny, all redone Captain Hook's hook through all the little, or through Pirate Town, through all the little stores. That yep. was the greatest steady cam shot ever. Twenty one minutes, one shot. Yeah. We re- we rehearsed it for one whole week, nine hours a day. And it took a week to shoot that one shot. And in the movie, they they edit, they cut it up anyway. It was one wow. whole shot, to like a dance, 21 minutes, the greatest Steadicam shot ever done in feature film. That is insane. Wow. Yeah, okay. that was that became, became friends with Robin Williams. I could maybe that run off just... a picture of Robin. Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll run off a photo. It's a pretty rough photo because it was done on one of those throwaway cameras at the time. But I'll, I'll, um, I'll run off a maybe three or four of those of Robin Williams and I in our pirate, me and my pirate outfit and him in his, uh, in his Peter Pan outfit. And I'll autograph those. That'd be awesome. Now, one thing I do want to ask you about, uh, and I, I, the reason why I I was going to, I was going to wait to mention hook is because I know that is uh, one of Matthias's favorite movies. But uh, one of the, Question I had for you: You you were in four episodes of uh, Unsolved Mysteries. What, oh, yeah, what is that yeah. like doing those? Well, I did four episodes in three different cities. I did two in L.A., one in Miami, and one in New York. They're interesting. Um, they were exactly like a little lower budget version of them. Remember America's Most Wanted? Yep. Yep. Well, when I did uh, when I did one of the America's Most Wanted, I played the guy that they were looking for. He was a killer, and I was driving on the Long Island Expressway in New York when two cars kind of wedged me in in a pickup truck and they forced me off the highway. 
and they get out of the cars with guns, and it's it's an older man, and he's like freaking out that I'm the killer of his daughter when he saw me on TV, and it was so hard. I had to save my life by explaining I was only the actor. I'm not the person they're looking for. That would happen time and again when you did an Unsolved Mysteries to the point where after that happened, they and uh, America's Most Wanted Unsolved Mysteries, they gave out cards to show because people would, that was happening all the time, turning in the actors. You see the actors in the coffee place or the, the relatives of the person who was killed by the person they're looking for catch up with the actor and almost kill him. So that's wow. one of the things with Unsolved Mysteries. But it's kind of fun. I mean, yeah, on one of the ones I did, I actually broke my Achilles heel. And I didn't know it was broken oh. for like three months. I kept having this uh, uh, this pinching. So so I went home, didn't know. I mean, I break a lot of things on set. Slice alone broke one of my ribs in demolition, man. <laughs> man, I, I'll tell you what. It, um, it, it's, it's good for the Screen Actors Guild and insurance, I would guess. No, I didn't. You know, with the rib thing, you know, I've broken my ribs before. There's nothing you could do except tape it and go home and breathe lousy for a few weeks. But uh, <laughs> I did. It was a fight. It was a fight scene we had in demolition, in demolition man, and he wasn't doing the choreography right. And the and uh, and the first time we did it, he broke. I, I I stepped in like I was supposed to, and he moved differently and punched me in the rib, and I heard it crack, but I didn't say a word to anybody. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to. I'm working with Sly Stallone here. The second time, he walked into my punch and I split his lip and it was bleeding everywhere. And they called it for the day. And I go, oh shit, I'm never going to work in Hollywood again. Oh, excuse me. Oh crap, I'm never going to work in Hollywood again. Well, but, that's uh, uh, he was, in, in the wrestling business. They call that a receipt. Everybody has everybody has complained about him. He was such a gentleman to me. Uh, at the time, the money was coming from, and Universal was being backed, especially that film, by Japanese money. So the executives were showing off to the Japanese people when they flew in in the middle of shooting. It happened to be the day I was shooting. So they brought out the Batmobile. There were, there's been different incarnations of that, but this one was the one, I think, that Keaton used. So oh, when I'm, I'm standing there looking at it, and it's Sly Stallone and the executives of, um, I think it was yeah, Paramount, and the Japanese investors, and Sly goes, hey, Robert, you want to drive it? And I go, yeah, of course. He throws me the keys. <clears throat> and I got to drive the Batmobile. But I was very disappointed because it was it's not what it appears in the movie. It's an Oldsmobile with a fiberglass body over it, and it's built for somebody five foot or under to drive. I mean, my knees were <laughs> under my chin driving. I was so disappointed. I drove it around you know, a couple around the sound stages and back. But, uh, yeah, you know, I got stories. 53 years, you collect stories. I've seen a lot. <laughs> Man, I've seen a lot on the sets. Well, I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. Uh, this is this was kind of planned. I'm actually going to uh, have you on again, and we're we're going to do a part two of the interview because we have more questions for you. We just want to wet everybody's whistle uh, to have you back on again. But if our fans want to check you out and see, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or TikTok, what do you got? I got Facebook. I'm on Facebook. You can find me because it's only me. I got a face made for radio. And uh, so do I. I wonder. 
Hey, and Matthias, I wanted to tell you, you know what I'm sitting here with, but I'm still going to hold on to it? I have a hook hat signed by Steven to me. Wow. Okay. Man, yeah. I'm jealous. And I did have a, and I did have a hook, and I did have a hook vest, hand embroidered with a hook okay. emblem on it, given to me, given to me as a gift from Dustin with a letter. But I donated it to a charity, and it raised two thousand dollars. Wow! Oh, wow! I mean, that, like I said, that's an it's an iconic film. It's Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman. It's a very it popular. It was the greatest film. film ever made. It was the most expensive film made by far at the time. One hundred and thirty million. Yeah, and that was 91, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We put our, we yeah. in 90 and we were sitting in L.A. waiting and waiting to shoot. That's it was wow. fun, though. We became friends with Robin Williams, friends with Dustin Hoffman, uh, Bob, Bob, um, what's his name, who was me. He used to take us out every Friday to, uh, to an English pub, and we'd all drink on Bob, uh, what was his name, who played Shmi? God, I'm going blank. Yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was in. Uh, oh, he was in that that famous iconic cartoon animation with uh, Kim Basinger. Uh, Bob Hoskins beats me. Yeah, yeah Bob right. Hoskins. Yeah. Yeah, he was in. Uh, you know, uh, Ruth get Ryan a little bit of trivia before I go too. Do you know that I became friends with David Crosby? He's in Hook. He's the pirate yeah. with the uh, with the squeeze box with the accordion. And do you yep. know that the pirate and the pirate they put in the boo box? That's Glenn Close with a beard wow. on. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I do. Yes, I remember that. That's cool. And then also well, Tony Burton was a pirate with me. Tony Burton was the cut man, the, the dark black guy in all the Rocky movies. Yep. That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. We are up against uh, the uh, the end of the show here. We do appreciate you joining us, well, uh, Robert. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's okay, and we, okay, we're so definitely going to have you back on again. Give me an address to send some stuff to you. I will do I'll that. I will text you. I'll get it out before I leave for Portland. I'm producing a festival film in Portland uh, from the 5th to the 11th. So I'll get it awesome. out before then. Just give me an address. I Perfect. appreciate it, bud. Thank you so much. All right. Matthias, nice talking to you. Bye, yeah, you Glenn. too, sir. Bye. Bye, Robert. You Thank you. Nice, it's left of your night. It's kind of late. All, All right. right. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Anytime right. I'll come on. All right. Later. All right. I will call you. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Robert Mika, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, we actually had to rush through that one. I didn't mean to do that. But uh, we got about uh, two minutes here. Uh, next week, uh, we got a big show, as always. Uh, we are not having a live show on the 3rd, uh, but I'm sure they'll play a recorded uh, episodic show from uh one of our past episodes uh probably one of uh one of our best but anyway uh until uh, next week until next week uh love each other care for each other always be safe and uh remember it's not goodbye it's just good night we love all our fans and we want you to be all here next week live on 89.1 Ken's FM, and make sure you stop by 2106 Broadway North for Brats and Pop, $5. We'll get you that in live entertainment. You can meet me, you can meet Ken, and a lot of other places. So check us out, and we love you. We'll see you next week. So join us and be there. You think you know me?
anything serious or not. Now it's time from the 80s. Thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. We are listener-supported radio, so the programming you hear on our station is funded by our members and these local and area businesses. So you're hungry, and you're thinking about someplace to eat? Well, I think of the Shack on Broadway, located in North Fargo at 3215 Broadway. They feature daily breakfast, lunch, and dinner specials and have been twice voted best breakfast in town. They are open at 6 a.m. every day until 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and until 2 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. They take care of all of your to-go needs as well, plus handling that quick meal before or after running to the lakes this summer. I'm thinking Shack on Broadway still. They're at 3215 Broadway in North Fargo. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZFM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.com.